Hey guys, thanks for checking out the Go Home Show. If you haven't yet, go to iTunes, leave us a rating, subscribe to the show, and leave a review. If you don't want to subscribe to the show, that's okay. Go to youtube.com slash Eric Bedour. Check out the new episode every week. And as always, we would like to thank our sponsor, Loot Crate. Go to lootcrate.com slash mega64 to have a uniquely themed crate sent to your home every single month. It'll be fun. It'll be themed. It'll be from lootcrate.com. Go home. Go home. Go home. Episode 15 of the Go Home Show. I am Eric Padour, along with my co-host, my best friend, uh, my tag team partner, the uh, greatest co-host a man could ask for, and uh, the boy of my dreams, Brian Abhishekra. <laughs> Brian, how are you doing? Was I'm, that not a good enough intro? That was an excellent. I'm trying. I'm trying the to make boy these. Of my dreams. I'm trying to make these intros like so grandy. I want people to understand like how important it is to have you on the show. Good with me. I couldn't. I, if this was just by myself, I would have quit. So long ago. Yeah, because Rocco thinks this is just your show. Yeah, this... No, bullshit. He thinks you're the fucking main guy. Oh, yeah, He's, I know. Fuck it. Rocco and, and Brian have an idea to start a, podca- a podcast called Main Guys Podcast, and it's just Rocco and Brian. No explanation. So keep your eyes peeled for the Main Guys Podcast <laughs> starring Rocco and Brian. Oh, man. Brian, how's your week been going? It's been all right. Yeah? You had the day off today. Yes, I did. How? What did you spend your day doing today? I didn't watch any wrestling up until all of today, so about <laughs> four and a half hours of wrestling oh, just to God. get caught up. Oh, man. That's like, when you think about it, there's a lot of wrestling in, like, the week. You, I don't think a lot of people realize, like, how many hours really go into watching this. NXT's one hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, SmackDown's two, yep. and Raw is three. Mm-hmm. If you watch the whole show, if you watch everything, that's seven hours of professional wrestling. Yes. And that's not on top of stuff that I just watch on the network yep. out of nowhere. Yeah. So, But then if you skip through all the bullshit in SmackDown, like you were saying, it's about 40 minutes. Yep. I watched Raw in about an hour and a half. <laughs> I went to a Memorial Day party and uh, got home a little bit late and a little bit uh, sunburned and a little bit drunk, and I went, ah, I was going to watch it later. And so I went, ah, oh, Watch Wrestling probably has it up. So I started watching it. It was in, like, 13 parts. If you skip all the recap shit and, like, all the intro-outro, like, the stuff that doesn't matter. All the bullshit Michael Cole stuff. It's an hour and a yeah. half long. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Because you're only watching the wrestling. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, I'm watching the storyline stuff, like, the promos backstage, and then I'm watching the wrestling. And that's really it. Yeah. But, I mean, other than that, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've I... you been playing anything? Uh, I have been playing Peace Walker, but I put that on hold for Ooh, the past week. Damn. But I'm definitely going to be going back to it, like, tonight. Really? Yeah. Dude. I, I I thought it was a longer game than it was. Mm, uh, it's not. It's, it's not, not. It's not super long. It's, thought, it's just mobile. There's like a lot of missions. I thought there were ten chapters. There's only five. Yeah, there you uh, go. I'm on chapter three, <laughs> so I'm like about a little over halfway through the game. That's cool. I'm really liking it. I just want to get through it and get to uh, ground zero. So. Oh yeah, you're almost there. Yeah. Damn, that's gonna be that's gonna be really cool. Yep. I've been playing Mercenary Kings. Oh, it's yeah. a game on PS4. I think you would really like it. Uh, it has uh, it's side scrolling like Metal Slug, but with Borderlands gun customization. Oh, and yeah. like stuff like that, and then uh, almost like, almost like Monster Hunter, where there are certain missions where you have to like, oh, go, go like capture this boss or whatever, and huh. he'll like disappear like through areas, and the map is so big that you have to go everywhere oh, to find God. him. It's really cool, but it's only for Steam and PS4, and I think it might be for Vita. So I would look into that if huh. I were you. Okay, I might, I might do that. So I recommend Mercenary Kings to anyone out there who likes professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mercenary Kings, I know you're listening to this. 
Uh, thank you for making Mercenary Kings. Send us a promo code. Send us a promo code, even though I'm playing on Garrett's PlayStation. Uh, there you go. I don't got it yet. Okay, Brian, let's dive right in to NXT. Yep. Uh, on a whole, what do you think of NXT before we even start? I thought it was okay. Yeah, it, it, I, I also felt that way, and I thought you were going to say that. I felt like this show was really like, okay, this is the push. It was the go-home show. It was yeah. the go-home show for NXT TakeOver. Yep. So that's that's what we had. This is the go-home show for NXT TakeOver. Got a lot of go-home shows today. Hell yeah. Uh, got a Bo Dallas coming out to cut <laughs> a promo or a BOMO. However you want to call it, he says uh, he wants to thank his believers and yeah. he wants everyone to don't stop believing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Biggie Langston comes out. I think they have a decent match. It's okay. It was okay. Uh, I like that Biggie Langston got like a really big reaction from the crowd. Yeah, the NXT universe like really loves who they love, and mm-hmm. they're always gonna love you. So like. Good for you. And good on Biggie Langston to know to come back with the five. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, yeah, that may not be what you do over in WWE. Mm-hmm. Nobody is watching NXT who really cares about the fact that you're not... Yeah, exactly. ...like, keeping gimmicks in, in line. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was really cool. And I don't know why you didn't talk about Bo Dallas calling himself Mr. NXT. That's true. Because that was the highlight of my <laughs> night. <laughs> Him Mr. calling himself Mr. NXT, <laughs> I thought was brilliant. I love Bo Dallas promos. I, I like everything about him. Mm-hmm. I'm, I was not into it at the beginning. No. Man, he grew on me. He's man. I'm super into it. I really like his wrestling style. It's very slow and very, like, heelish. Yeah. It, it's very, like wear a guy down don't do like a lot of huge moves Mm -hmm. it's and when you watch it you just go oh fuck you it's great yeah this match in particular was really good because it had a uh a little homage to the last time biggie langston and uh bo dallas went head to head and biggie langston lost the nxt title Mm -hmm. where uh bo dallas takes the turnbuckle pad off uh, this is towards the end of the fight. Mm-hmm. Takes the turnbuckle pad off because that's what he did in the last fight. And then Biggie Langston hit his head. And, oh, he rolled him up and that was the win. But it didn't really happen that way this time. This time, you had uh, Bo Dallas kind of hiding in the corner. And mm-hmm. the Biggie Langston doesn't fall for it. And the Bo Dallas gets tossed into it. And then he gets the big ending. One, two, three. Bo Dallas has to leave NXT. Yes. As we all knew what was, was going to happen. Yeah. But what I really liked is that they're like, during the break, and it's Bo Dallas throwing a fit. Mm-hmm. That was longer than the break. Yeah. What was that? That was weird. That was, it was like during the break. You, the break was only like 30 seconds and this went on like a minute and a half. <laughs> All right. Uh, he's throwing a fit. He's mm. really mad. And then he gets on the mic and he tells the crowd to leave and they yell, you leave. And he keeps telling the crowd to leave. It was such a good, <laughs> it's such a good goodbye promo. Yep. And he ends up saying that he doesn't use this kind of language, but everyone in the NXT universe stinks and he's going to be the bigger man and he's going to leave. I thought that was a great little Mm -hmm. goodbye for Bo Dallas and NXT, who will honestly probably be back on a couple of shows in the the near future. I don't think it'll be that big of a deal when he comes back. But I really liked it. I thought it it was a fun little match. Uh, Nothing too... Like, I don't think we're anything to write home about. Nothing too crazy. It wasn't, no. No. But I find it weird that NXT books their promotions in reverse. Mm -hmm. Like, the matches of the night tend to be the first match that you see. Yeah, you're right. Like, even at NXT Arrival, I'm like, hey, I get that you want to get, like, off to the right foot like, and everything like that, yeah. Just go nuts with your, like, first fucking match. Yeah. No match was as good as the yeah, first I, match I at agree. NXT Arrival. I like, holy shit. Yep. Uh, we'll see how it is at TakeOver, too. Yeah. I'm really excited for TakeOver, Me honestly. Too. I think it's I think it's booked pretty well. I, I think it, I think it looks like a really solid show. And yeah. we see more booking throughout this show uh, leading up to the next one. Uh, there's a Tyson Kidd promo backstage. He says the NXT title is the reason that he came back. Mm-hmm. Really? 
the NXT title is the reason you came back. All right, man. Uh, there's the Sami Zayn promo next. He's backstage with Devin, and then Tyler Breeze just walks onto the set. This was, like, maybe the best promo of the night. I thought it was really funny. And then uh, they kind of go back and forth about, yeah. oh, you, should, you shouldn't be smiling. You got pinned. And then it's like, well, you didn't pin me. And then, okay, well, we're going to have a match. And then so now it's Sami Zayn against Tyler Breeze at NXT TakeOver, and it's going to be for the number one contendership for the NXT title for whoever wins between Tyson Kidd and Adrian Neville. Uh, I'm really excited. Yeah. The NXT title is really exciting right now. And, I agree. And where it's kind of moving forward to. Yeah. I think it's going to be really cool. I think yep. it's going to be a great show. Uh, I think um, you guys, if you don't have the WWE Network, you should, I mean, how are you listening to a wrestling podcast and you yeah. don't have the NXT or you don't have the WWE Network? That's fucking mind-blowing. Yeah. Uh, oh, I know. <laughs> it, like, blows my mind. Uh, this is what I was thinking. On Monday Night Raw, there's this guy in a Santo mask, mm-hmm. like this really fat guy in a, fan, in a Santo mask, mm-hmm. and you can just see him sitting back there. Yeah. And I'm like... That's our target demographic. That's it, yeah. <laughs> the fat guys in Santo masks, I know you're listening to this. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Uh, appreciate you, my boy. Uh, <laughs> after after the Sami Zayn promo with Tyler Breeze, we had Tamina uh, against Paige. Uh, the women's division has a thing where everyone just has one name. Yeah. What's with that? Well, I think they're doing that with a, with everyone. Like Biggie, Cesaro, Cesaro. Rusev. Rusev. Yeah, I, I guess they kind of are. So... It's just been in the women's division for, like, a long time. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's kind of weird. Uh, anyway, this Tamina Page match, I thought was okay. Yeah. I didn't think it was great. I thought there were a couple of cool spots. Mm-hmm. I like Tamina as kind of like the powerhouse diva. I like that, too. I wish she was more on the main roster and had, like, actual feuds. But she doesn't, so sorry. <laughs> uh, Page wins with an inside cradle after Tamina goes for that splash. Mm-hmm. Uh, Page gets her knees up and then uh, rolls her up. I thought it was a nice little title contention. Yeah. People are kind of, like... Crying foul about how Paige is booked. Like, oh, she only she does like one move and then she wins. It's always like a roll up. It's always like real quick. Yeah, she's twenty one and nobody knows who the fuck she is. She's been here for like a month and a half. <laughs> if she's already dominating this division, it makes everyone look so bad. Yeah. So if you are going like, why does she always keep winning after one move? It's because she has to be the sneaky champion for about a year. Yeah. Before you can really book her in like these real like slobber knocker, knockdown drag out type fights. Absolutely. So she gets beat down mm-hmm. a lot because she's the underdog. And she's young and she's small and she's the underdog. And you're going to see her make a lot of mistakes like headbutting a Samoan. Yeah. What the Don't fuck? Headbutt I, thought, a Samoan. I thought that was great. Yeah. I really she, liked that moment. She headbutted Tamina and looked so bewildered yeah. afterward. I love, I love that that's like a little thing in mm-hmm. like the WWE just like whole kind of universe don't headbutt Samoans Samoans have very hard heads that's it never ever headbutt a Samoan shouts out to Samoans hell yeah Samoans I know you're listening to this shouts out uh after that we had Adam Rose he's taking on Camacho uh Camacho you need different music and different ring gear it I love I really like Camacho I think I think that guy has boundless potential and I don't know how WWE feels about him I assume good because he's actually showing up Mm -hmm. but give him like a gimmick he, this, like, from Juarez, Mexico thing, where he's, like, Barrio dude, is not how he cuts promos, and uh-uh. it's not how he looks. He's too, like, smiley, like, smarmy. He's too put together. Yeah, I, I agree. He just he just needs, like, kind of, like, a suave dude kind of look. I agree. Or, like, like different kind of gimmick tights and that yeah. kind of thing going on. Anyway, in this match, it's, uh, it's a little mm-hmm. back and forth, but Adam Rose gets the upper hand. Uh, Camacho goes to the outside and never comes back inside. And... Uh, <laughs> There's a 10 count, and Camacho just kind of stands on the outside like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. What the fuck? And then uh, we found out later that uh, the match at NXT TakeOver will be Adam Rose against Camacho, uh, kind of a grudge match to settle this score. I hope that Camacho goes over. 
Yeah. But I think that Adam Rose will go over. I would hope that Camacho goes over because in wrestling, when somebody leaves, put over the guy who is smaller and still sticking around or whatever. Yeah. That's just the way you never win your. I just I you never win your last match. Mm -hmm. When you when you go away, you you lose and you pass the torch. That to me is just how you do that stuff. Right. But I could see WWE. They've been promoting the hell out of this. Yeah. And uh, if. Camacho wins, it makes Adam Rose look bad, and Adam Rose just got called up to the main roster. So I would think Camacho wins with some kind of dirty kind of finish. Mm. I have no idea, honestly. So yeah. I'm excited for that match, though. I think it's going to be really good. I do, too. Yeah. Um, I like I like Adam Rose, I guess, the more I see him, but at the same time, I don't like the thing where he like, lays in like the ropes, and he's just... Yeah, the know. rose pedal. Yeah, I, o- I, overall, it's just kind of like I don't really I, care for I it. I know we always talk a lot about like uniqueness in the ring and having mm-hmm. like things that... Nobody else does, like, the Usos doing the slide and, like, yeah. the, like how uh, Cody Rhodes has the list of moves that he's stolen from a bunch of right. people. Right, yes. That's his thing, and, yeah, they're stolen, but whatever. With Adam Rhodes, I don't think any of his had anything to his character. I, I agree. You're, you're supposed to think he's goofy and weird, but I think it just looks misplaced. Yeah. The rolling around the ring thing is okay. Like, out of an arm drag where he just rolls and rolls and rolls and rolls, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I think it looks goofy, and... You don't take him seriously, so whatever. Mm-hmm. But in the corner or in like the yeah. ropes, like pedaling your feet, I think it just it looks silly and doesn't do anything yeah. for me. It looks dumb to me. It looks like why would I stop and not just push you? Yeah, but again, that's that's us being hypercritical. That's you know what it is? The impact on the kick looks like shit. Yeah, there you go. If he came up and like they came at him and he clotheslined him from there, yeah, I think that would look cool. That would look cool. But he kicks him and it's just like you have no lever. You're like balancing and you kick him. And they sell it like it's like a shotgun blast. Yeah. It looks, I don't know. It just I think looks that's stupid. it, yeah. But again, that's just us being hypercritical of a thing that we just don't like. <laughs> After that, we have Sasha coming out with Charlotte. She's going against Natalia. This is a, uh, uh, like a semifinals match. Whoever wins here is going to face Charlotte uh, in the NXT Women's Title Tournament. Uh, Sasha gets taught this, fast forwarding to the end of the match, because I thought the match was okay. I thought yeah. Sasha had some good offense. Yeah. Uh, fast forwarding just the end. Uh, Sasha gets tossed to the outside. Charlotte's yelling at her to get back in, then tosses her back in, and then Sasha gets caught in the sharpshooter and taps out. Mm-hmm. So Natalia's moving on uh, in the final against Charlotte. So it's the hearts against the flares. That's how they're really booking this or whatever. Yeah. If Natalia wins, does she not have to relinquish the NXT Women's Championship? She's on the main roster. Yeah. Wasn't that the point? Well, I think the point was that she's on that. Uh, Paige was the WWE Divas Champion. Okay. So she had to give that up because she's she can't be the Divas Champion and defend the NXT Championship. I guess that makes sense. Whereas Natty has no tie to WWE outside of, or to the main roster outside of like Total uh, Divas right yeah, now. I guess. Who do you think is going to win that match? Uh, I think it's going to be Natty. Uh huh. Just See, I think it's going to be Charlotte. I want it to be Charlotte, but I feel like I should know better mm-hmm. because you put it on Natty and then you have like. A fighting champion, I guess, and then you finally have something for her to do that isn't just total divas. Yeah, I guess you could have her win and then have Tyson Kidd win, and then they could be like husband and wife champions. But there's no fucking way Tyson Kidd's gonna win the NXT championship. Oh my god, I hope he doesn't. There's no way. There's just no way. But uh, but I can really see Charlotte getting that really big push. I think they're really, really high on Charlotte. I I hope so because that's who I want to win. Yeah, me too. Um, but they're really booking this like the flares in the hearts. Oh, they hate each other. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, didn't they do the same thing at Arrival? I think so. So... Ah, whatever. Um, I, this match next week, I think, will be pretty good. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm not looking forward to it as much as I would if it was Charlotte and Sasha Banks. Me neither. 
And that that to me was the more logical step. But, I agree. Yeah. But then you don't want to break up the BFFs. That's like the thing. Yeah. Whatever. Um, after that match and uh, a little bit of Charlotte staring at Natalia, we had Kurt Hawkins against Adrian Neville. Uh, I was mistaken. I, my first thought was, how the fuck is Kurt Hawkins the number one contender? It was a non-title match. <laughs> uh, Kurt Hawkins uh, sporting his Prince of Queens gear. I Man. I like Kurt Hawkins. I don't like his ring gear. Uh, yeah. <sighs> he just, like, I think he has a lot of potential. I think he's going to be a guy that never mm. really gets that big push that he needs to be someone who's, like, on the main roster. I dig him. I think his offense is really clean. I think he sells really well. Yeah. I think he has a generally like a pretty good look. Yeah. Um, but he's just I don't know. He's just kind of a guy who is on like a lower mid card and yeah. He's know, a he's NXT. a Cody Rhodes right now. Yeah, I, I agree. And he's the Cody Rhodes of like NXT. Yeah. So damn. Anyway, Adrian Neville comes out <laughs> and uh, essentially makes quick work yeah. of uh, Kurt Hawkins hits the red arrow, but that leads to a promo where Tyson Kidd comes out. Mm-hmm. Tyson Kidd says, "Fact, um." Fucking awesome. Fact, I'm going to beat you. Fact, I'm the NXT champion next week. And then uh, <laughs> the crowd started chanting fact, which I thought was really funny after Me everyone too. said. I hope that sticks with Tyson Kidd. Because that's at least like a gimmicky thing. Yeah. That's something. Absolutely. Jesus. But then Adrian Neville said that the only person in his family that's going to have championship gold next week is going to be Natalia. <laughs> I, I thought that was great. So who's the heel in this match? Uh, I don't think there really is one. It would be Tyson Kidd, I assume. Yeah. But I don't think there's really a heel. Right. I think it's just kind of like, all right, good sports. Let's have a good sports fight. Yeah. Hey, 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 sports, go sports. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what it feels like. Yeah. It, it feels like what we were going into in uh, Elimination Chamber when uh, Christian was kind of like on the edge yeah. of being a heel, yeah, exactly. but not really... Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. So, NXT TakeOver, uh, you guys, after you watch it, send in your thoughts to us. Go oh, yeah, on show please. at Mega64.com. Please send us an email. Let us know what you think. If you've never watched NXT, if you're a faithful viewer of NXT, either way, uh, get together with some friends, watch it. It should be a pretty good show. Mm. Uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, that rolls right into SmackDown. Right. Uh, big Hulk Hogan promo, brother. Uh, he's glad to be there, dude. WWE Network is coming to England, Jack. Any other thoughts on... Hulk Hogan's promo. Yeah, uh, uh, he was there to sell a product. Good job. There you go. Uh, I don't give a fuck about that guy. No. Uh, next, no, we have uh, Batista and Dolph Ziggler. In a no-DQ match, Dolph Ziggler apparently asked for this match, mm-hmm. said, oh. hey, hey, D- Batista punched me right in the dick, right in it. He, my dick was right there, and he punched it real hard. He just gave my dick a punch, give me a fight with that guy. And then I thought there was a nice spot in the middle of the match where Dolph Ziggler hit a low blow on Batista. <laughs> I thought awesome. that was great. So Dolph Ziggler punched Batista in the dick. Yeah. But it didn't matter. Um, Dolph Ziggler goes for the Famouser, which turned into a cool spot where Batista hit the Batista bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, two, three. It's not like, the Batista, it's not like Batista was going to lose that match. No. But mm-hmm. I thought it was a really interesting match because why have Batista fight Ziggler at all? Uh-huh. And then why have... Uh, well, I mean, I know why, but I'm saying I thought it was cool mm-hmm. that they had them fight, and then I thought it was cool that Ziggler was dominating pretty much the whole yeah. match. Yeah, he looked really good. He had... he, uh, Batista did a really good job of making Ziggler look really, really mm-hmm. good. And what helped was the announcers calling the match. Isn't that crazy? Isn't and that crazy it, how they do that? It's, like, so stupid. And what it did, I thought, really well was set up a story for the pay-per-view yeah. because it's a no-DQ match. Mm-hmm. So, oh, these this is what we can expect from Batista come yeah. payback against the Shield. Will they be able to stand tall? And it made Ziggler look like a really yep. good, uh, you know, face. Face, yeah. So. I thought, I think this whole little mini-feud thing that he's got going with Batista on SmackDown is a cool little push for Ziggler to do anything. 
Uh, and he looks really good against, you know, a guy that everyone hates. Yeah. So, and then Batista gives him another Batista bomb after the match, mm-hmm. uh, which makes Batista look like a bigger heel and Dolph Ziggler a bigger face. Yep. There you go. Uh, after that, we had Eva Marie and Nikki Bella against Naomi and Cameron. Summer Rae was special guest ref. Brian, your thoughts on this match? Uh, yeah, I literally wrote Total Divas match. Summer as ref was a promo for Total Divas. Yep. Uh, so Summer doesn't count Eva's pin and then fast counts when Eva is pinned. Ooh. Total Divas shit. So, so if you guys are avid Total Divas fans, one, why? Two, look for this on Total Divas, I guess. Sunday um, at nine. <laughs> <laughs> Total Divas, I know you're listening to this. Uh, stop it. Uh, <laughs> after that, we got Bo Dallas. He's going to debut next. It's Bo time. Uh, he comes out. Bo Dallas has a cool entrance. I like it. Mm-hmm. And he does the thinking man's pose, and there's a spotlight, and then he gets a mic. And he gives some very inspirational words to the English crowd who are just like, I think like immediately not liking him. Good. Uh, so he debuts against Sin Cara. Uh, Sin Cara always makes everyone look good now because it's Hunico. Yes. And uh, this match got off to an awesome start where Bo Dallas hits an arm drag and then celebrates like he won a fucking championship. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And this is what Daniel Bryan was doing when Daniel Bryan was getting over as, like, a heel yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. It was the big celebration, the yes, yes, yes. That's where that all started. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Um, Bo Dallas in this match looked pretty good. I thought there was good offense by Sinkara. It was fine. It went a little back and forth, back and forth. And then Bo Dallas hits the Bo Dog, which is a bulldog, but it's off the ropes. So I think it's Stratisfaction, almost, which is oh Trish Stratus's bulldog. That's right. But it's, n- almost, but it's not, because I think Stratisfaction was just her hitting, like, a bulldog off the top rope, like a, like a just... Not like running off like the middle rope but to the top rope. From yeah, it. jumping yeah. into that and then spinning. Billy Kidman did this bulldog. So it's Billy Kidman's bulldog. Hmm. Billy's bow dog. <laughs> I don't like this finish for him. Uh, yeah, I don't either. I think you should use the double underhook DDT. That, that's what he was using in NXT. I think it looks better. Mm-hmm. Um, the bow dog just doesn't have much impact or anything. I don't think so. Uh, he needs something big. But uh, then again, he's a heel. So this works. Mm-hmm. I guess. Anyway, after the match, victory lap. And then uh, <laughs> cutting cut a promo, and then uh, shaking Sin Cara's hand and telling him, good job, keep it up, <laughs> patting him on the back and saying, like, one day you can be as good as me. Uh, love it. Love it. There was a backstage interview. I don't know if you saw it. It was on WWE.com where he called, yeah, he called Sin Cara sport. I thought that was great. <laughs> no, I, think I didn't they, see I, it. I think they brought it up on Monday, but yes, he oh, did. Oh, yeah, I saw it, it on Monday. I thought, yeah. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, after that, Bray Wyatt has a promo where he calls himself evil. And then start speaking in tongues. Which was... I thought that was... Cool. That was, like, the coolest Bray Wyatt promo. Give me goddamn chills. Yeah, me too. When he started speaking in tongues, it was, like, uncomfortable. Yep. And really well done. Yeah. I really, really like that. People are saying that Bray Wyatt's talking too much. People are saying that, like, he's singing too much. I agree with the singing. I don't agree with the talking too much. I don't I, even I, mind the singing. I... I, I love when he cuts a promo. I... Hey, I would much rather have him cut a promo than getting a promo from... Uh, anyone else. Pretty much. Yeah. I, I mean, he's so good on the mic, so smooth. It's just like, like, I, I had it on my girlfriend was in the room and she's like, he sounds like a preacher. Yes, that's exactly what that character is. That's that's why that character's so good. He's mm-hmm. a cult leader who sounds like a fucking cult leader. Yep. It's, he's so believable in that character. It's amazing. He he's, has that weird look mm-hmm. and like everything he does is like a little unsettling. <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah. I really, really like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no complaints about Bray Wyatt. Me neither. Do you think he's going to win against John Cena? Yes. Really? Yes. Because all of this to squash him, uh-huh. you you put somebody up against a John C- against John Cena in the John Cena match, mm-hmm. the I never quit match. I mean, like 
you have to recognize that if he loses, then nobody cares about him. Yeah, I I agree, but it's John Cena, and I just don't see him losing this match. I know, like I really don't see. Hey, you know what you were saying? Like, oh, I I should know better. Hey, Brian, you should fucking know. I better. know I should know better. <laughs> I just don't like. I just don't want it to be what I've seen for the last yep. thirteen years from John Cena. I agree. Uh, so after the Bray Wyatt promo, we go right into Alberto Del Rio and Sheamus. Stop it! Fucking ridiculous. So uh, Cesaro and Heyman are at ringside. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heyman's on the mic. Uh, Sheamus wins by DQ when Cesaro attacks him. What did you think of? That? Do you have any notes about like the match? Not the match itself. Uh, aside from like, I can't believe we're doing this again, and that we did it again on Monday too. <laughs> but. Rather, like, I was trying to figure out, because I was like, and maybe I brought this up last week, why, why are they doing this with Cesaro? You had this great push for him, like, why why not, like, roll him right into something a little bit bigger? And then I realized, maybe they want Cesaro to be the guy who has achieved everything. Yeah, I, I think that's what they're going for. I think he's a guy who's going to be around for a long time, mm-hmm. in, like, the mid-card, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, like, oh, he's won you know, these championships and he has these accolades and he's so strong. I think he's going to be the heel Sheamus Yeah, where Sheamus is a guy that just comes in and wins. Mm -hmm. I think Cesaro is going to be that guy where at any time you can just boost him. We need a bad guy. Who's Mm -hmm. like, who's capable of being a main event boost him. Yeah. I think that, I think that's what they're going for with him. You make him formidable by putting him against a guy who's already been booked as formidable for years. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the point of the feud. Because he's gotten over on Sheamus a couple of times. And so it's same sort of thing. Sheamus won a battle royale mm-hmm. like two years before. Mm-hmm. Now he's won the Andre the Giant battle royale. Yep. Then he's going to win the U- uh, U.S. championship. Then I think after that he might drop the title and go to IC champion. Yeah, just kind of move through. And then move up. And I'm fine with that. Yeah, me too. I, I don't. He doesn't need to be higher on the card right now. He doesn't Mm-mm. need to be in the main event. I think Mm-mm. he's fine where he's at. That's it. Uh, I like it. Uh, Makes me care about the U.S. title. Yeah, uh, but it's. I don't think it's a U.S. title match, is it? On I have no idea. Payback? Yeah, is it? I, I really don't know. Because all the matches have been like non-title anyway. Yeah. So, whatever. Uh, Cesaro neutralizes uh, Sheamus out mm-hmm. on the floor. I thought that was a cool spot. Yeah. And then uh, Vicky Guerrero is out and Adam Rose parties. <laughs> and then calls her a lemon. And then there's some crowd surfing. And then, hey, da, 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 and then everyone goes away. Yeah. Any notes from Vicky Guerrero crowd surfing and being a lemon? Nah, she's a lemon. There you go. Uh, main event, Usos against Harper and Rowan. This is a feud that I'm ready to get started already, mm-hmm. uh, where it's actually like for the titles and stuff, and these guys aren't just like John Cena lackeys. Yeah. Um, thought Bray Wyatt had some cool stuff to say about like, you're, John Cena's using you, he's just like, you're the fodder. You're yep. the soldiers on the front line, and he's going to come riding in his... Riding in on his white horse to make sure his crown doesn't get dirty. I thought that was fucking cool. And <laughs> like, too. holy shit, that's like some real shit. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yep. And and then they tried to counter it with a fucking John Cena and Usos promo before the match, which was just embarrassing. Yeah. It, it was like, all right, Usos, you actually did a good job. Great. You guys, uh, you guys are helping get another talent over. John Cena comes in and just talks backwards. God, I hate. And you're just like, don't be goofy. Because on Monday, yeah. in ring, he had a great promo. I thought I thought that was a really good promo on Monday, which we'll get to. I thought that was awesome because it's when he does something serious instead of something goofy. I'm so interested in John Cena because I'm so fucking tired of him <laughs> being goddamn goofy. I hate yeah, it. It's so bad. He's he's just like the guy in high school or the guy at work <laughs> that keeps making jokes, and you just sit at your desk and you go, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> Yeah. Whatever. In the main event, the Usos against Harper and Rowan. 
Uh, Bray throws Unoso off the top rope, and the Usos win by DQ. Uh, Cena hits the AA on Rowan, and that's... Everyone's, oh, what a standoff, and SmackDown goes off the air. Yep. Any notes from the match at all? Uh, that just, I like the, uh, I like watching Luke Harper pretty much. I agree. That's he like the guy's a monster. Thing. It's like, uh, pretty consistent, you're awesome. Yep, uh, absolutely consistent that he's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Luke Harper is such a shining talent, and I'm really excited to see where he goes. I really think, hey, people are saying like, oh, Bray Wyatt's Undertaker. Bray Wyatt's like the Undertaker, he's be the new thing. Luke Harper is Kane. I really, mm. hey, mark mark my words, Luke Harper is Kane. You're, that's going to be a guy who isn't going to be injured often uh, because his style is very, like, until he's, like, diving out of the ring, it's not crazy strenuous. I know he's running and, and hitting, like, big clotheslines, big boots. Yeah. It's, it really reminds me of Kane. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be a really big guy that can be, like, really dominant, but then he's not so huge that when right. he, like, gets beat by a smaller guy, it's, like, going to hurt him so much. Yeah. So I think he's going to be around for a long time, um, but that's just that's just how I look at it. I really hope so because I yeah. think I think he's a well liked guy. I think everyone kind of sees his uh, his ability to wrestle, and he's yeah. a great wrestler. He Reminds is. me a lot of Bruiser Brody. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, he's a lot of fun to watch. That'll roll right into uh, Raw. We come out, we get an authority promo, and Stephanie and Triple H are all smiles. Uh, they're saying uh, Daniel Bryan's body is a B plus body. <laughs> he's a B plus player, and uh, he has to surrender the title tonight. Uh, and then they call out and they say, but we still have the matter of Brad Maddox. Brad Maddox comes out. He's wearing, Brad Maddox. He's wearing suspenders and he's looking very scared and wringing his, his little hands. And, uh, they're saying like, you weren't supposed to let anyone do this mm-hmm. uh, last week. You, you made some official commentators. What are you doing? And then he's like, well, the shield forced me to do it. And then King came out and beat the shit out of Brad Maddox <laughs> and, uh, gave him a tombstone and then gave him a choke slam. And then Stephanie, and then there was the music playing and the red lights, and Stephanie went, oh, you know what? Hey, actually, can we cut the music and get the get the lights back up? Hey, Brad, we're not done with the conversation. Uh, you're fired. And then Brad Maddox, <laughs> uh, in a crumpled heap, is fired. Yep. Any, w- any notes from the opening? I thought that was a great promo. I agree. It was really well written. It satisfied two things, mm-hmm. um, both the Daniel Bryan thing and then the, uh, the main event, I assume, yep. at uh, Payback. Mm-hmm. Um, was the... Was the announcement that he was fired, did she, like, forget? No, I think it was just, like, a little, like, fuck you. Like, you are, you just, like, he got his fucking clock clean. Yeah. And now you're just gonna go, hey, you just got the shit kicked out of you. Oh, by the, by the way, you're fired. Either way, I thought it was cool. Oh, I thought it was great. Yeah. I, Stephanie is such a great heel, mm-hmm. and I feel like she has pulled Triple H over to being, like, a great heel also. Yeah. Where Triple H doesn't have to go out and do, like, the little, like, oh, I'm still kind of a face sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't have to do that anymore, especially especially when he's with Stephanie. Absolutely. Um, so I think they're great together. Uh, we get a little vignette that says Bo Dallas debos tonight. It doesn't say that, but it should have. It should have. Um, he debos tonight. And next we have uh, Cesaro. When you hear the sirens run for cover against uh, RVD, who uh, nobody gets higher. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get it? That used, to, that used to be like a shirt, I think. Oh, uh, he's R- one of a kind. RVD. RVD. <laughs> I mean, why don't you just make a shirt that says RVD, I smoke weed. <laughs> I would buy that shirt. I don't buy any WWE shirts, but if there was a shirt that said RVD, I smoke weed, that'd be a great shirt. <laughs> Keith, make that. Put it on Redbubble. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> RVD, I smoke weed. <laughs> what a cool shirt. Uh, anyway, Bad News Barrett comes out. It's saying uh, RVD is going to be fighting ba- Bad News Barrett. He won the Beat the Clock Challenge at Payback. Or he, he's going to face him at Payback. He won last week on Raw. Yeah. Uh, for the IC title, Bad News Barrett comes out. 
he's talking all sorts of trash. He's saying that uh, you're all going to put on your swim trunks and you're fat, and also RVD's going to lose. Um, this match, the RVD and Cesaro, yeah. is fucking leaps and bounds better than every other match they've ever fucking had. I don't know what happened. I, like, I don't know if they just went, oh, that's why we were on the wrong page. <laughs> but, like, they figured it out, and I thought this match was really pretty good. Yeah. I thought there were some really cool spots in it. Um, that spot where RVD moonsaults to the outside and Cesaro catches him. Yeah. And then, like, slams him on the guardrail. I mm-hmm. thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. RVD kicking Wade Barrett's head off. Jeez. That was really awesome. I thought that was really cool. Uh, Cesaro, Cesaro beats RVD with that German suplex. He's mm-hmm. been doing that German suplex a lot. I love it. it. Looks really good. Nice little pin. Mm-hmm. It, it's, oh, I'm cool with it. Yep. Sheamus comes out and he broke kicks Cesaro. It's a shameful thing. Yep. Uh, but that continues. Hey, you know what? People are going like, we need more mid-card feuds. These are decent feuds yep. right now. And I know they're only like a couple weeks in the making. This is cool. That's I'm fine. fine I'm fine with it. Yeah. Uh, it's better than, uh, what did we have before? Oh, that's right. Fucking nothing. Yeah. So. Ha- the um, handshaking thing while they're knocked out, I think is brilliant. Yep. That's so cool. I agree. Um, any other notes from that match at all? No, I just am excited to see uh, Wade Barrett wrestle. I yeah. I love Wade Barrett. Mm-hmm. I, like I've liked Wade Barrett for a really long time. He has so much potential. I'm glad that they're giving him the basically the the next tier. Yep. You know, title again to see what he can do mm-hmm. now that he's not injured yeah, anymore. He, yeah, that was really that really sucked. I don't know if a lot of people know that. Before I think Wade Barrett was supposed to get like a pretty. He was in line for like a pretty big push like a year and a half, two years ago, mm-hmm. and then dislocated his elbow or like broke his arm oh, fuck. and was out for a while and yeah. that like he like ground to a halt yeah and it's like really a bummer because i think that guy has a lot of potential i think he can be around for a long time i think he can be a main event guy i mean i think they did a really good job because for a while i was like why are we doing these bad news fucking segments yep, but it's getting over with the crowd and yeah. it's like it's at least interesting and and what was cool about it is that they brought it up before wrestlemania mm-hmm. so that it kept him relevant even mm-hmm. when he couldn't maybe he wasn't healthy enough mm-hmm. or maybe they just didn't have a spot for him on the card yeah but hey here he is remember wade barrett yeah exactly what a great way to bring him back i thought that was really yeah. cool and and i do i do agree the bad news barrett thing i was not on board with and then it is really i was wrong i will admit that i was wrong yeah. like good job it's something and his promos have been good. I love it. Uh, him as the champion, I'm okay with. He's defending the title, so whatever. Yeah. Uh, next, we have Summer Rae against Eva Marie. Eva Marie is in Maximum's Hot 100. Yeah. Really? Who else knows about her? Well, who, do, do you think she's Hot 100 hot? Oh, I guess she is for, like, I mean, Maximum. I mean, Zoe Deschanel's in there. Is yeah. she Hot 100 hot? I don't know. I like, it's Maximum. I'm not 14, so, like, no. I'm not the target demo for that, I guess. Yeah, if I want to jerk off, I'll go on the internet. <laughs> How is Maxim still in business? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, Eva Marie, whatever. Um, <laughs> this is a total Divas match. I don't care. So, hey, you know what? If you're listening to this and you're like a really big fan of the Divas and I'm saying that and it makes you mad, I'm sorry. I really like their, they're like two Divas segments every show. Mm-hmm. One is one that I really care about. Me too. And one is Total Divas. Yeah. And, and I don't give a fuck about Total Divas. Mm-hmm. I love that they're booking another separate Divas thing where it's like, hey, if you actually like want to see him wrestle, here's this segment. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And they're giving them time yep. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Summer's in control for pretty much the whole match. Mm-hmm. And then Fondango and Layla come out and they make out. And then Eva Marie wins with a roll up. So, wow, the, what a, this Total Divas feud, can you believe the twists and turns? Yeah. Oh, so man. Watch it Sunday at 9. I can't wait, E-Network. I can't wait till the reality show starts getting into kayfabe about how wrestling, like, can you, like, in the show, I can just fucking picture Eva Marie going, and she didn't even count my pin, and then she counted fast against me. And then I have, like, a backstage thing where, like, they're in a fight. Get the fuck out of here! But you know what's interesting about it, uh, at least in terms of, like, 
the production side of it, mm-hmm. they're on. They just got greenlit for their third, third season. season. Yep, and Rosa Mendez is on it. And it's only been around for I want to say like maybe a year. Yeah, yeah, about a year. And I, I love that it's fast paced mm-hmm. because right now the next episode airing is Bree and Brian's wedding, mm-hmm. which happened. Oh, like I didn't even think five about that. Weeks ago. Yeah, that, that was that was shortly after WrestleMania, which is way faster than normal yeah. reality TV. That's interesting. Yeah. I hadn't I hadn't thought of that. That is a fast turnaround production wise. Yeah, that's hey tip of the hat to WWE for being able to do that. Yeah, like so fast. Yeah, but wag of the finger mm-hmm. to the booking who puts Total Divas on the show. Yeah. Stephen Colbert. There you go. Stephen Colbert, I know you're listening to this. You're really, you're a really big fan of the Go Home Show. Hey, guys, go to iTunes and leave us a review that says, Stephen Colbert, thank you for listening. Ah! Uh, that's only going to be for people who are, like, really halfway through the show. Hey, prove to me that you're listening to the show. Somebody do that. Somebody really <laughs> write a review that's five stars and says, Stephen Colbert, thank you for listening. Uh, because that's going to be one weird review if somebody ever looks it up. Uh, next, we have a uh, Randy, Randy Orton and Batista are backstage, like, chatting with each other randy orton never has pants on i don't know what the fuck's up with that but he doesn't um and if he does he looks like a 14 year old kid who's forced to dress nicely weird uh so cody rhodes and gold dust come back and they're Mm -hmm. like hey we want to talk triple h because we're not booked again and then cody rhodes cuts like a good ass promo but i think all man everything that he does with randy orton is fucking good yeah everything when he's on the mic with randy orton Mm -hmm. when he's wrestling randy orton they work really well they are so 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 good together uh, Cody Rhodes call, calls Goldust a skinny jeans wearing sellout and uh, calls Randy Orton. What did he call Randy Orton? Oh, uh, Triple H's lapdog, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was a good promo. And then Triple H says, hey, you want to you wanna match these two against uh, against you guys? And, and oh, it's going to be a special match. Hey, you guys want to work out tonight? <laughs> and then uh, the best part was when they were going to commercial and Triple H, or, uh, Batista goes, I make it for my skinny jeans, whatever. And Triple H just goes, come on, you just got big legs. And then it cuts to commercial. I don't know if you guys noticed that. I thought that was such a funny, like, little thing. That's great. Uh, it's good. Yep, I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we had Drew McIntyre. All right, yes. Drew against Torito. Solo match. <laughs> uh, Torito draws a line in the sand. And then, cro- <laughs> and then, and then, a la Jack Swagger crosses the line he draws. Uh, I thought this was a very funny, like, little match. This is more just Matadoras and 3MB, which, I, I, as we've said week to week, I still enjoy. Mm-hmm. I don't care. You can say, hey, it's boring, it's old. I would much rather watch that than Fondongo and Santino. Absolutely. And I think people will try to say exactly that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, you guys complain about Sheamus and yeah. Del Rio. You complain about, like, Fondongo and Santino. Th- there's a dynamic to this that's, like, way broader. You, you, have, you have more players... And some guys who can just do, like, some wacky, weird stuff in the ring. Yeah. And now, so this match, Los Matadores interview, uh, Drew gets, Drew McIntyre gets hot-shotted, and uh, <laughs> Hornswoggle, like, takes off Torito's tail. He tears off This it. was after Torito gets, like, the roll-up win or something? Yeah. He went on, like, a roll-up? Torito yeah. won. <laughs> he beat Drew McIntyre. Sorry, Drew. Drew, I know you're listening to this. That's okay, man. You gave it your best shot. Mm-hmm. Hornswoggle tried to take off Torito's mask. Oh, No! But then he couldn't get it, so he just suffered. He just uh, he sufficed for taking the tail. Torito sold the tail like stealing thing so fucking well. He ran around mm-hmm. like covering his ass and like just ran around the ring and ran in circles. And then Hornswoggle like throws the tail at him. JBL is yelling, "He's naked!" Cool. No, he's not. Cool man. <laughs> Whatever. Michael Cole saying, "What's he gonna bat the flies off with <laughs> now?" <laughs> 
Uh, this goes to commercial and then comes back with, uh, they're backstage with the trainer yep. and the trainer going, I don't know. I'm not a veterinarian. What do you want me to do? So they just stick it, I assume, up Torito's ass. They had the tail on a bag of ice. <laughs> that was the best part. I'm like, they ha- they have it like it's an actual, yeah. like, amputated appendix. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Um, I, Again, I just really like this. And then that led to a match at Payback. Mm-hmm. Torito against Hornswoggle. Hair versus mask. It's gonna be it's gonna be a hair versus mask match. I love it. And um it's a uh, Hornswoggle will be bald. Yes. There's no way Torito loses the mask. No. So there you go. And why don't they sell Torito masks? They should. They god they fucking should. I'd buy one. I'd buy a Torito mask. Um after that we got the Wyatts come out, they have a promo. Uh more singing and then talking about uh mm-hmm. necessary sacrifice, sacrificing every day when you go to work, and he has to sacrifice John Cena. That's pretty much it. He calls out Jerry Lawler. Yeah. Uh, in a weird little turn, like, hey, Jerry Lawler, come on in the ring. I'm all friends. It. And then um, he does not come in the ring. Michael Cole goes, Jerry, just stay, just sit, just sit. It's fine. Just mm-hmm. don't go anywhere. Uh, Eric Rowan and Luke Harper go down to go persuade Jerry Lawler to get in the ring. Uh, JBL does not like this and stands up. JBL should not have stood up. He should have stayed sitting. Oh, man. He gets, like, clocked by Luke Harper, and then all of a sudden, clocked by Luke Harper again. That, that fucking hurricane, like, that's that discus clothesline. Yeah. Just knocks his head off. JBL awesome. still sounding like a champ. Mm-hmm. Jerry the King Lawler gets in the ring. Um, Lawler is told that he is lying to everybody about John Cena. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Spread the lies. And then uh, Rowan and Harper are holding... Uh, they're holding Jerry, and then there's going to there's gonna be a sister Abigail. But then here comes Cena! Yep. Ah! But then Cena gets beat down. Uh-oh. And then there's going to be sister Abigail. Oh, no, no. Here comes the Usos! Ah! And then... Um, the uh, John Cena and the Usos clear the ring. The Wyatts flee. And then John Cena cuts a really good promo about stopping Bray Wyatt. It's not about winning. Mm. It's about stopping the spread of this disease. Yeah. I thought that was a good promo. I agree. Any notes from that segment at all? I was just really happy to see John Cena not try to be goofy. Yeah. And I thought it was a great little segment. I haven't seen something like that in a long time. Uh-huh. Where they call out, like, a friend and then, you yeah. know, they go after him. Mm-hmm. Um, since, like, probably, like, the whole... Uh, Brock Lesnar Triple H thing last yeah, year. Yeah. Um, we even see him punk called out Jerry Lawler. Remember all that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that that happened too. I thought the best part of the segment mm-hmm. is where uh, Michael Cole said that Jerry the King Lawler was sick. Mm-hmm. There was like just one moment. He's like, don't do that. Jerry's been sick. Jerry's been sick. And I that that went right into my head of, please don't be mean to me. I'm sick. <laughs> we have a friend named Zach Innes who does the Gaming Cole podcast with us. He told a story about playing Toontown. Uh, and there was a kid that he was following and like making fun of or doing something to, and the kid replied with, please don't be mean to me. I'm sick. And that's all I thought about was Jerry, the King Lawler going, please don't be mean to me. I'm sick. That's it. Um, Zach Ryder comes out next. He's waving the American flag and he says, today is Memorial. And then he is cut off. Yeah. Uh, Lana cuts a promo about America is living in its past glory. It's no longer a great nation. Yeah. Rusev comes out. Uh, well, Zach Ryder's out. So it's obviously a squash. Yeah. Um, and then he gets, there's just the accolade and that's the end of the match. Mm-hmm. So Rusev wins. But then Biggie Langston comes down and he actually gets one over on Rusev and like yeah. knocks him out of the ring. Yeah. That's fucking interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited to see where they go with that. Yeah, because my first thought was, all right, he's finally going to face somebody who's not black. <laughs> I guess I'm wrong. Black guy was very pissed that he was fighting a white guy. <laughs> so uh, he said, Rusev, you think you can't fight white guys. And then Biggie came out and he's like, that's, I told you. Uh Biggie waved the flag, got a big USA chant. I thought that was a cool way to end it. Yeah. I assume they're going to have a match at Payback. Mm-hmm. I would guess. 
Um, Stephanie's backstage with Alberto Del Rio, but nothing is heard. That makes me nervous that Alberto Del Rio is going to be the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah. That makes me really fucking nervous that Alberto Del Rio is going to be the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. <laughs> I can't stress enough how much I fucking don't want that. Oh, God. Ugh. Um, <laughs> next, we have Orton and Batista against Broads. The commentary is so much better with two fucking people. Yeah. The commentary is so much better with two fucking people. They're just way too many when you have three. It, it is just, it is so night and day mm-hmm. from what the rest of the show sounds like. Yep. Incredible. Yeah. They're calling the match and it's like, oh, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, my other note here is that Orton and Cody Rhodes work so well together in the ring. They must awesome. have trained together. Yeah. Um, like a lot. Uh, there's a cool spot where Goldust is whipped off the ropes. Randy Orton's going to hit that power slam, mm-hmm. but Goldust hangs onto the ropes and Randy Orton goes through like the whole motion of like the power slam. Oh really? I thought that was really cool. I yeah. must have looked away for, yeah, for it that was, part. It was really, really quick and near like the beginning of the match. Okay. Um, right after I wrote down that Orton and Rhodes work really well together, uh, disaster kick to Batista and then another disaster kick to Randy Orton, but then it's an RKO. Uh, hey, awesome. always a cool spot. Yeah. And then he knocks gold dust. Then Randy Orton knocks gold dust down. And then there's another RKO just for good measure. Mm-hmm. Really knock Cody Rhodes out. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Then Justin Roberts says, I've just been informed that this is an elimination tag match that has now become a uh, two on one handicap match. Yep. That is also no DQ. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kill gold dust. <laughs> <laughs> and then they <laughs> just Batista bomb them yeah. for the win. Any notes here on yeah. either one of those matches? Another great piece of storytelling. It's an elimination, mm-hmm. no holds barred tag match against the Shield mm-hmm. this coming Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's another part. Oh, look, this is what 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 can happen in an elimination match. What if they knock out the two guys? Exactly, three against yep. one. Yep, perfect. Yep. I love when they tell and, stories. And like I that. thought the commentary did a good job of selling that point. Yes, when there's two people on commentary, it's so much fucking better. So much better. I don't understand. God. Uh, JBL comes back and he says, Jerry the King Lawler, I'm never fucking saving you again. <laughs> I think that JBL only came back because he knew it was bow time. He knew that yeah, it was time. Yeah, he had to, he bow leaves and he had to come back for this. Uh, there is a hashtag bow leave sign, but it's hashtag bow and then below it, leave. L-E-A-V-E. Mm-hmm. Make Everyone make those signs. That yes. is a great, that's a great sign. I, I think he responded to that because yeah. I, I saw it online uh, Monday night that was like, I saw a sign in the sand that said, believe. <laughs> Even my believers who can't <laughs> spell still think that I that I have something good to say. Bo Dallas is great because if you chant boring at him, he goes, yeah, this is Bo's ring. And then if no more Bo, it's like, yeah, no more Bo. No more about me. He's great. He does. He's just early 2000s Kurt Angle. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Uh, this match, he has a similar little shtick. He cuts a good promo, does a fireman's carry to Sin Cara, mm-hmm. celebrates. He jumps out of the ring and yells, I did it, and then starts high-fiving people in the front row. Great. <laughs> Fucking great. He's great. I think it's so much fun. Um, the match ends with the bow dog. I thought that Sin Cara had some pretty cool mm-hmm. offense through the match. Um, nothing too crazy stuff we've seen from him before. Yeah. But then the bow dog ends the match. Another post post match promo about Bo leaving mm-hmm. and all his Bo leavers, and then he pats Sinkara on the back again. <laughs> what a what a fucking dick! <laughs> it's so it's just what a funny gimmick, yeah, just to be an great. asshole. Yep, I love it. Um, next, any notes from that match at all? Uh, I think they had changed his bill weight from SmackDown. Oh, did to they? Monday Night Raw. I I could be mistaken, mm-hmm. but they had billed him at two seventeen on SmackDown, mm-hmm. 
and then they build him at two thirty four. Really? On Monday Night Raw. Well, maybe he maybe he just ate a lot. Yeah. Memorial Day. Yeah, you know? seventeen pounds yeah. worth. Yeah. It's like a lot of hot dogs. Okay. I ate a lot. I ate a lot of hot dogs on Memorial Day, Brian. What are you saying? <laughs> uh, after that, we have Stephanie McMahon. She has a promo. She's calling out Daniel Bryan. Yep. Uh, Daniel Bryan comes out. The crowd's hot for Daniel Bryan. The main event, like wrestle, like God, the main event, just title kind of picture has mm-hmm. really been suffering since Daniel Bryan's been injured, and it's been. It's just been like, we're going to figure it out this week, but n- not this week. Next week, we're really going to figure it out. And Daniel Bryan, next week, we're really going to figure it out. Yeah. Um, I feel like they're just waiting to see how fast Daniel Bryan can heal so they really don't have to solve anything. Yeah. Um, But that's just how I feel, and I'm fine. I'm, I don't care. Yeah, it's okay. Everything else has been whatever. Um, Daniel Bryan has awesome mic work here, though. Mm-hmm. I thought he was red hot, yeah. and he's just pissed, and he's saying, I'm going to tell you a word that you don't hear no and the crowd's chanting no mm-hmm. and everyone's red hot and then stephanie says that she's gonna fire brie if daniel bryan does not relinquish the title at payback and so he she gives him time to think about it um because brie pushed stephanie on monday uh and apparently can't push people in professional wrestling nope so not when um, they're the boss uh i thought this was a very bad way to handle this as now i hate brie yes there you go yeah i don't know if that's what I, you, I don't know if that's what you wanted me to do but now i don't now i don't want brie anywhere involved with anything yeah because now all you think is well i mean he's not going to be an asshole yeah exactly but then that that makes me just go so so brie got you into a situation uh whatever yeah. i don't want to get into it it's it just dumb. it makes me not it doesn't make me go daniel Bryan. no it makes me go brie god damn it yep that's it um any other notes from that segment I, I just don't know what they're going to do from here. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he's not going to give up the title. I would think he doesn't. Because if he was, they would have done it. Yeah. They wouldn't have... I think they... they're waiting to see kind of how he feels on Sunday and what's going to go on. Yeah. Um, so that... I don't know. That's it. Uh, next, we have Alicia Fox against Emma. Alicia Fox with a nice entrance and showing how crazy she's been. Uh, Emma coming down. The crowd is dancing. They cut to people in the crowd dancing. Everyone's... Emma's getting over. Emma by herself. Emma by herself. I was so happy. Always. always. I was so happy to see Emma by herself. Um... This match was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I thought they had some cool little back and forths. Emma had some nice offense at the beginning yeah. where she does the dilemma and the Emma stomp and the Emma run and the Emma march and the Emma Mike sandwich. I don't know what the fuck was going on with that commentary. It's awful. There you go. Uh, I think that JBL made like a uh, like Space Family Robinson like Man. lost in space joke. Yeah, he did. Jesus Christ. He did, but the worst part was Michael Cole. Yeah. Oh, I agree because he can't let it go. He uh, It's from the 50s. So, yeah, Shut up! So yeah, hey, I... hey, move past it. That's oh, all. That be, that's what Jr. did. If you listen to like that '90s kind of attitude era stuff, yes. where King would make a stupid joke or reference or whatever, Jr. wouldn't harp on it. He would just move on. Yep. So that that's that. Uh, Alicia Fox gets really like aggressive attacks Emma on the outside, mm-hmm. but Emma wins with a roll up. Uh, Alicia Fox goes nuts and attacks Emma on the outside again. Yep. Um, then starts attacking WWE officials and uh, giving people wedgies, that and then guy. cracking sodas open, like, a la Stone Cold Steve Austin great. with beer. I thought that was great. I love Alicia Fox. You're fucking bananas. Yelling at people in the crowd, you paid to be here. Yep. She's crazy like a fox. Mm-hmm. Um, Davy Crockett's out next. Um, Davey, apparently Damian Sandow, uh, his handcuffed thing is going away, and he's just going to be a weird guy every week. I don't know. Or maybe this adds to it for next week. Because they don't have anything for him for payback? Doubtful, because on main event that was today, uh, he came out and he was like a rapper. So, uh, Davey Crockett comes out, (sighs) and Adam Rose comes out afterwards. Uh, This match started going a little bit. It was okay, nothing crazy, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Swagger interrupts. Swagger and Zeb come down, and then um, Adam Rose hits the party foul. 
which I like as a finisher. It, mm-hmm. it almost looks like an RKO. It's a cravat. I don't know if people know what a cravat is, but look it up. It's a cravat yeah. that he does into a face buster. Yeah. So it's like an RKO, but they both follow their stomach. It kind of looks like Dean Ambrose's Dirty Deeds. It, yeah, but Dean Ambrose does it from the headlock. Yeah. Um, but it is a it is a cravat face buster or a three quarters hold face buster. Mm-hmm. Um, Swagger dismantles Adam Rose. Uh, they bring the lemon down to the ring, and it's like, oh no, what are we going to do about the lemon? And then, um, and then Adam Rose fights back and fights off Swagger. And I think they're going to have a match at Payback. Yes, I think that's. I think that was the. Uh, I think that was a little blow off that, that they ended with that. That's so. Cool. Um, any notes from that at all? Why was there a lemon? I thought you don't want to be a lemon. Yeah, I don't know why. If you like, don't yeah, don't be a lemon. Be a rosebud. Well, I've got a lemon back here. What? <laughs> like I just that's all I kept thinking. I'm like, yeah. is that okay? I just feel like that's somebody going. Yeah, lemon's a thing. He says, fuck it. Uh, next, your main event match: Sheamus against Alberto Del Rio. Brian, please read my note here. Okay. No! That is what I have written. Yeah. Uh, as I was not thrilled that this was the main event match. Um, I thought this match was better than their previous meetings, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to salvage anything about a match I don't want to fucking see anymore. Heyman was there. Uh, yeah, I so thought that I thought that was great. That Sheamus was really, like, sold a head injury. Yeah. Like, all those kicks and everything. Yeah. I thought that was cool. But then, of course, he just hits the road kicks and wins. And then, uh, and then Heyman says, you're a winner. The big red dummy who likes to kick people in the face, Seamus. I thought that was so funny. Hilarious. And then Cesaro comes out and he beats the shit out of Seamus. Very cool little payback. Mm -hmm. Twice in a show. I enjoy. Mm -hmm. There you go. Next, we have a contract signing between the Shield and Evolution. I mean, from the get-go, we knew what the fuck was going to... It was just going to break down. So let's get down to the breakdown. Mm -hmm. Shield comes out and cuts a promo about this being more than just signing paper. Evolution comes down. They fight. Uh... Triple H, the Shield gets the upper hand. Triple H gets a sledgehammer, lays everybody out, and I just gets so fucking cool. beat to hell, and then triple power bomb to Roman Reigns through a table to end Raw. Mm-hmm. Shield looks weak. That's what they need. Uh, Evolution better win at uh, the pay per view. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, why do we care about Evolution? There you go. Any other notes? Uh, the only thing I could say because I kept thinking about like Evolution and the whole point of it. Originally, Triple H got Evolution together. To get Randy Orton and Batista mm-hmm. like off the ground. Yep. So maybe this time Evolution is to get Shield yep. pushed to that, that higher spot. That, that's the point. Yeah. So I mean, if they don't win, uh-huh. then the Shield look weak. But I don't think they look that weak because they've already won one meeting. Yeah. But then this is supposed to be like the elimination one. I know it's it's interesting. I'm curious about the dynamic. It, whereas the Batiste, last one, would... hey, I'll say it right now, Batista will be eliminated first. Yeah, there you go. I agree. The, that I mean, that's it. He's rolling with the punches. I, yep. I feel yeah. at this point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's get to a couple of emails and things like that uh, on Tumblr. You guys can hit us up uh, on Tumblr, thegohomeshow.tumblr.com. Uh, this is from Luke Costin. He says, "I don't know about the rest of the UK, but I know during international football matches, a patriotic chant uh, in England, the fans sing." Angerland, E-N-G-E-R-L-A-N-D, Angerland, over and over. I guess, like, Angerland, I would assume. I think, actually, it reminded me, because when Angerland? my brother oh. came home from uh, Europe one mm-hmm. year, he said it was the World Cup, I think. Yeah. And he said they just ran around going, Angerland! There you go. And I think that's what that is. Okay, well, well, Angerland, thank you for having patriotic chants. They're yes. like USA. Uh this next question is from Supperuler. I'm curious about what you have to say. All right. Listening to the newest podcast, specifically on where you guys said uh, there should not be any new belts in the WWE, would a tag team Divas belt be an exception to this rule? 
Hell no. I, that, hey, Brian, you took the words right from my fucking mouth. What, what a headache that would be. I mean, they already put them in seven man, women, <laughs> diva matches. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, no, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see divas tag matches. They hard, they have a hard time booking a singles divas title. Absolutely. So, no. No. There should be no new, I uh, mean, if you want titles, like more titles in WWE, you're out of your fucking mind. They barely know how to book the titles they have now. Exactly. Uh, another one from, uh, this is, his name's like Jose, but it's Jose B. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sent us this. He said, I found El Generico and Top Gun Tall Wars first ever match on YouTube. I think it's from 2005. So I want to watch that with you later. Yep. Uh, maybe we'll post that on like the Twitter or something, but we want you guys to watch that because it's Top Gun Tall War being fucking bonkers. Yeah. And uh, El Generico. So you guys Were can... we there? Uh, no, this was at a place called Epic War. Oh, it was okay. uh, another, like a minor LA promotion. Uh, so it wasn't anything nuts. Uh, let's see. This is from Eddie. This was a pretty good week, I think. Raw was very entertaining, as was NXT. However, there was one thing that stuck out to me more than anything, and it had me weeping on the inside. They fired Brad Maddox! I've expressed previously that I'm a Braddict, which is a Brad Maddox addict. Uh, and I think that uh, they were burying him as GM, but I hope that this doesn't mean the end of Maddox. I'm hoping this means a return to the ring for him, where maybe he'll be able to shine a little bit more. What do you guys think? Do you believe in Brad? I do. Uh, I would like to see him. I don't know how they could transition it. Put him down in... Hey, figured it out. Off the top of my head. Ready? JBL no longer GM of NXT. Brad Maddox GM of NXT. Boom. Yeah. I mean, that makes perfect sense. They should... But yeah, then they already fired him like that from Raw. But maybe this is like a demotion. Like, this is what's going to happen if you fuck up in NXT. And then you bring him down to NXT and have him be the GM there. I I think that would be cool. That would be cool. I, I could see that maybe working. And then maybe he could be like, you know, an authority figure there maybe mm-hmm. he'd compete i don't know slide him in kind of like kane mm-hmm. but yeah I, I think we're gonna see him used in a different way i don't think we're gonna see him gone like gone mm-hmm. so but yeah i thought that was cool because now we'll get a new gm i guess uh yeah i don't really know what they're gonna do who would you want the gm to be uh can we bring back gorilla monsoon yeah uh, well, he's dead, so we can try. All right. All right, guys. Gorilla Monsoon. Gorilla Monsoon, I know you're listening to this. <laughs> Gorilla Monsoon, uh, you can be the new Raw GM. Again. Again. <laughs> uh, this is from Robert. Hey, guys. Just wanted to say thanks for doing such an awesome podcast uh, from week to week. Mm. I go in and out of paying attention to wrestling depending on what's going on in my life, but your podcast makes me excited to keep watching and stay tuned. I was wondering if you guys also find it weird when wrestlers wear white trunks from time to time. It might be normal for some, but I find the majority of the wrestlers who wear them, it looks like a diaper. Every time I see Bo Dallas, all I can think that's all I can think of, and it makes his gimmick even funnier to me. Ricardo Rodriguez also looked out of place when he was in Alberto Del Rio's place in the Rumble a few years ago wearing white trunks. Maybe it's just a husky guy thing. What do you think? The white trunks? I like them. I think they look like underwear. Yeah. I mean, Cody Rhodes wears them. He wears white trunks from time to time. Yeah. And they do. They look like underwear. I thought, I think the person who wears them best is ADR because of the color of his skin. I, I agree. Yes. Mm. Uh, you know what? You're absolutely right. Mm. You're, you're totally right. Because it looks good on him. But yep. yeah, when you see a white dude in, in white trunks, I guess that, that is look, just look like underwear. Yeah, it really, it's just kind of weird, mm-hmm. right? W- white trunks. Yeah, you wouldn't think, but that's like such a, I guess that's like a heel look at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like um, Sandow used to wear white trunks also. No, he, had. he wore he just wore black, black, purple, or pink. That's what he okay. wore. Cody Rhodes wore white. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of who else wore white trunks. 
Not did, a lot of guys. Did Daniel Bryan ever have any white trunks with red lettering on them, or am I thinking of his boots? I think you're. I think you're thinking of his boots. I think he. I think he's had mostly black and mostly red. Okay. But I like. There's white as like the accent, but I don't think white has ever been like the dominant thing. Okay. Um, I don't know any other ones. Like, do you have any other tights that you think look weird on anyone? I don't like the the weird like trunks the short trunks like what, oh like like the bicycle shorts yeah like what kofi used to wear yeah um or is he that or is that what he's wearing no now? he wears pants now yeah, yeah and i've never particularly liked pants as just tights i i agree uh i think it's kind of weird mm-hmm. it's just kind of weird um yeah any other no other trunks or anything look that weird huh uh singlets i guess i'm not a huge fan of oh really not for the most part i feel like most people don't wear them well yeah. or it looks weird or they're fat i understand that. so they're just trying to cover up something yep uh, like RVD wearing it, I get, mm-hmm. um, and like Biggie and yeah. Ryback all look good in them. Mm-hmm. But then like, oh, there was no Rybacks on Raw. That's and on SmackDown. And on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Damn. Or NXT. <laughs> Ugh, a whole week without Rybacksel. Yeah. Give us some of the Ascension or something. <laughs> At least give us the Ascension. Okay. Uh, I think that'll wrap us up yeah. for right now. Two weeks. Let's say in two weeks. So mm-hmm. not next week, but the week after we'll do a paper review. Hell how's yeah. that? How's that sound to you guys? Uh, so let us know what our next pay-per-view we should do a pay-per-review of. Uh, last time it was No Mercy 2003. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's a pay-per-view, ECW, WCW, WWE, WWF, that you think we should review, send us an email, gohomeshow at mega64.com. Hit us up on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, that's at gohomeshow. You can hit us up on Tumblr, thegohomeshow.tumblr.com or facebook.com slash thegohomeshow. Um, let us know what you think. If you stay tuned on our Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, all that stuff, we'll let you guys know probably a little later in this week uh what we're probably gonna choose yeah um we might keep it a little more current i don't know we might go a little bit older it depends on what you guys want to see what you want to review um yeah because we definitely want to hear back from you guys again because i had a lot of fun with our paper review last time me too so uh that's it brian how did you think this new episode the newest episode episode 15 which is the best episode what do you think this how do you think this episode was i thought it was a pretty good episode wow i I, just called it the best well i thought that we put out 110 Uh percent uh you know we had a couple hiccups going along but Uh we uh we put ourselves up uh uh, pulled ourselves up by our britches and Uh uh, we got out there it's all about it's all about getting out there and it's team sport it's uh it's team effort and uh you know when you get out there and and, uh everyone's uh pulling their weight and doing their job it's uh it's uh you know, it's a it's a big uh, it's a big effort. It's a big ups uh, for these guys. Uh, this win this win meant a lot to us. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, I know there's 162 of these, but uh, you know everyone counts, and and uh, I know we're just hunting for October. Uh, moving yeah. on that way. So, uh, Brian, are there any parting words that you'd like to leave these people? I mean, you know, the other team they uh, they did a good job too. One of my, you know, uh, shouts out to the general managers and uh, and the players, coaches, and everybody. They uh, they did a good job, but uh, we just we just did we 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 did better. So we got to go home.